whole structure of consciousness being free is capable of looking at itself looking at itself without any distortion as you see in a clear mirror your face the mirror reflects exactly what your face is there is no distortion unless the mirror is distorted so in that way the the mind includes the brain and all the nervous organisms the whole totality which is the mind is now free absolutely without any distorting Hi and welcome back again to the Open Eyes See More podcast. The recording that I just shared with you was um, from 1976 by a philosopher named Krishnamurti, Jedi Krishnamurti, I believe was his first name. Um, I should have that pulled up in front of me, but I don't. I just have his last name. So. That clip was from a um, talk called A Mind That Is Free. And I happened upon this before really diving into um, what today's topic was going to be about um, because I was looking up this concept of being a mirror to other people and it's just something that I'm super familiar with because it's what my life has basically been and I'm sure a lot of you um, already kind of can uh, relate to what I'm talking about but if you don't quite understand what I'm talking about it essentially is just that everyone is a mirror and a reflection to you and your experience and same vice versa So if I'm interacting with somebody and I am judging them or feeling some form of um, resistance or criticism, it's a, a reflection of myself and a belief that I am partaking in myself. So uh, Krishnamurti uh, believed that you essentially are in a position to step back and play almost in a res- observer role. And this talk reminds me a lot of uh, Taoism, to be quite honest, where it's like um, once you start to name something, then it no longer is. And the is in this sentence or quote is necessary isn't necessarily anything at all so once you start to name something you're already objectifying it and that's the opposite of what Taoism is about but I wanted to read and that is such an interesting concept that I can't speak a whole lot on <laughs> but I highly recommend you um, Google Google searching doing your own homework, not necessarily Google searching, but doing your own homework, getting books on Taoism and um, 
uh, Krishnamurti if you are interested in hearing more about it. But I wanted to speak a little bit more about on a uh, quote that I read before I found this video because I already had an idea that I kind of wanted to rebrand the podcast. Um, not for really any other reason except I just don't feel it resonates. Not necessarily that I don't feel an um, attachment to it in any way because I think it's a beautiful um, expression of who I am in different versions of myself, but at this time it doesn't feel necessarily resonant to what I want to represent. And I just so happened to start thinking about this mirror concept because I was just sitting here with an open heart listening. Um, and if anything were to come through and I just kept hearing this mirror concept come through and I really didn't uh, think about it in the way of like, oh, I've got to find a video and figure out what I'm listening, what I'm hearing right now. It just so happened that in this 15 minute video that I just happened upon with Krishnamurti, he, he mentions exactly what I was thinking. Clear mind, uh, clear mirror, excuse me. And I really was like, whoa, <laughs> I just hit something here because not only was I thinking about this mirror concept, but I was also getting this hit that maybe uh, rebranding my podcast to the Clear Mirror podcast might be something to consider. And I still am not sure because I want to fully understand before I commit, but it already feels really resonant because of said reasons. Um, before I just got into that. So this quote, again, I want to bring up. Um, I'm going to read off, and it is in one of Krishnamurti's books, I believe. I don't remember which one. I think it is The Mirror uh, of Relationship or something like that. I, I have all of my facts miscombobulated right now, but I just really want to read this quote because it's in front of me at this moment and I can find it, find that book I'm looking for in just a second. But the quote states, truth is a pathless land. Man cannot come into truth, any, into it through any organization, through any creed, through any dogma, priest, or ritual nor through any philosophic knowledge or psychological technique. He has to find it through the mirror of relationship, through the understanding of the contents of his own mind, through observation, and not through intellectual analysis or introspective dissection. So basically what I'm gathering from this is essentially what I mentioned to begin with as kind of being in... Um, an observer essence, embodying the observer and not necessarily sitting in a reactive or, like you said, intellectual process. Because once you start to do that, you're already objectifying your truth. And that in itself is um, uh, a is not 
Correct. Um, and this book, I just looked it up. It says, The Mirror of Relationship, Love, Sex, and Chastity by J. Krishnamurti. Um, I just really feel connected to this right now because I personally have <laughs> had so many encounters with different relationships of what has been a projection from my own mind and we're supposed to get out of our own way and a lot of us struggle with being in control and wanting to have control and that's a form that this takes ultimately um, being in our own head because um, I mean, we do this on so many small but also grand scales each and every day subconsciously, unconsciously, I should say, rather, because it's just been something that we're so used to doing. Um, having a conversation with a friend and having this perception of thinking that they're believing something that doesn't necessarily have uh, truth behind it or substance behind it. Or there's no uh, real, um, there's no real backing to what you are feeling or thinking or processing. You're just thinking it because it's a fear within yourself or this doubt or a projection or judgment within yourself. And ultimately that can make or break relationships. And that being... In, this, in, in the context of you maybe not communicating these things with other people. So let's just say you're having a conversation with a friend and you're thinking one thing, thinking that they are in the same mindset that you are, but you're both not, and this is happening on both parties. So you can already see that there's a bunch of friction starting to happen. Um, <laughs> in and of itself is... A juxtaposition because you have a thought about yourself that you're wanting to project into the relationship and then they have a thought about themselves that they're wanting to project into the relationship yet both of you have a thought of each other and that may be a subconscious projection onto the other person Yet, there is a mirror between you both reflecting it back to one another. So you're only really fighting with yourself. And herein lies the real contradiction within your mind because you are perceiving a thought that is only a reflection of the truth that you have built for yourself. But what Krishna Murti is saying is within these mirrored, within this mirrored reality, honestly, um, we are facing <laughs> ourselves. We are each other. We are projections of a single collective consciousness. So if we can remove our own projections of self and listen to the other without that mirror in between, 
then we can come to it almost like I'm getting this image of like true telepathy, true um, understanding and clarity because we're taking out essentially this formed middleman <laughs> perception. And this already seems like I could go so deep in uh, winding roads of all, but I wanted to just kind of bring this into a uh, communication because it's these things I'm like twirling around in my mind right now as I was reading these uh, quotes and listening to that clip. Um, <laughs> so I'd love to hear your thoughts on maybe what we think about this and how we can get out of our own way on a daily basis and really bring it back to a unity consciousness because I, I believe I'm not pressuring anybody else's beliefs to change but maybe putting into perception because I'm always also open to hearing different beliefs of what other people have thoughts of and meeting that mirror person and maybe dismantling it with each other. But to say that I believe uh, we are a unity consciousness um, and we're trying to get back to unity consciousness. So um, the more we can practice uh, getting out of our own way the better because we are creating that reality for ourselves we are creating a reality that is of perception projection judgment fear um, yeah and so on and so forth so as wild and winding again as this could be I wanted to pull a uh, card from my Psychic Heart Tarot deck. And in this deck, I really relate to it as being the heart center of our collective consciousness. I asked um, with an intuitive heart of receiving the messages that we need for the collective at this time. And the card that I pulled was the card of flow. And those of you who are watching on YouTube, I have a picture of it here. And in the normal tarot deck, this actually represents the Wheel of Fortune. Um, collectively, I have been gathering from just this week, second week of October already. Whew, almost the end of the year, right? Is that the collective has definitely been moving through this uh, ultra-feminine, heart-centered experience where we're doing, where we have been dedicated to our healing, but it's now that we've been bound to a boundless sense <laughs> of healing that is just so profound. And this card really reminds me of being in that flow and cycle or cyclical nature rather of the healing process because we're always healing we're never not healing it's part of that 
um, death and rebirth cycle because versions of ourselves, old versions of ourselves try to make themselves present and here's that mirror that we're referencing again. They're making themselves present in order for us to grow as a collective consciousness, heal through past traumas. Trauma has been a major, major head of uh, topic this year. Um, <laughs> when is it not actually, <laughs> rather? Um, <laughs> but now that's the ending of the year, the season, moving into uh, for a lot of us in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, winter. So when winter comes, we're seeing a lot of things starting to die off. Um, if you live in uh, southern parts of the U.S., you're still feeling a lot of the fall, um, moving into, um, or autumn if you prefer, moving into the later seasons of the year. So we will be experiencing a lot of death. But we're getting the onset, the onset of these things that are moving through our lives that are really, really dying off, um, and we no longer are um, holding on to them. But a lot of us are in a state of um, transforming and kind of going back into uh, this deeper understanding it feels very fluid again this card of flow the wheel of fortune the wheel of fortune is essentially just bringing forth the understanding that things are moving forward they will continue to move forward regardless if we are uh, ready for them or not <laughs> so it kind of also brings comfort to the mind we're not stuck in a place of feeling like uh, we have to overthink or we have to overprocess because one day from the next is going to change. It's never going to be the same. And that can bring comfort. If that brings solace, like hold on to that, that can bring a lot of comfort for people. I know that it definitely does for me at times. It's hard to be on board when we want to feel like we are this thing or this said projection or a concept in the world but we're constantly seeing these mirrors all around us right the water if we look at this flow card he's standing in water he feels that he feels that reflection he feels that projection of self but he sees it there and it's physically able to be seen so a lot of times we can get all the, that misconstrued because we can't physically see it we're just feeling it so intrinsically um, so we need to clear the way for the mirror, uh, to really let it, let it do its thing and just be the observer, um, without holding on to a, uh, projection of self or thinking that this thing is or isn't, um, yeah, and I hope that we all can <laughs> kind of put ourselves in this story somehow even though I know it is a little bit all over the place but I hope that somewhere it has touched some part of you to be in an understanding of what I am referencing the affirmation that this card speaks of and what I want to leave you here with today is I move forward <laughs> 
I move forward with grace and ease. I move forward with grace and ease. Again, I want to leave you with that today because we can get in our own way and how it's supposed to be. Giving control, make, having so much control that we completely dismantle the, um, the ease and grace of the universe and how it is all around us in flow. We just <laughs> need to get back in to flow. So I hope that that touches you in some sort of way and, uh, I want to leave you all with that today and namaste.